0: to the exciting conclusion of the Summer Breakdown from your friends at the Underpowered Hour. When we left our intrepid heroes, they had begun their trip south. Listen now for the exciting conclusion. <music> Ike, Linus and Eliza, we're back for the exciting conclusion of the Summer Breakdown Part 2, Dark Territory. <laughs> uh when uh, when last we left you, uh I, Eliza and Cooper and I had just left the Wild Goose Motor Inn, which uh Linus said "Have you had a chance to uh, go and stay there uh over the uh, over yes, the Yes, yeah. uh,
1: since since we last were speaking, I did go there and uh Unfortunately, there was a terrible silverfish fire, and the entire place is gone, surprisingly. There is a guy standing in the wreckage,
2: looking around confusedly. (laughs) This motor lodge reminds me of a place in Kentucky that I stayed with with my parents on vacation when I was a child. It was called Lure Lodge. And they had a they had a small restaurant with a balcony off the back of the restaurant mm-hmm. and uh, their claim to fame was um, raccoons that uh, they had raccoons
3: raccoons
2: I think at first they like tried to get rid of the raccoons and once they realized that it was impossible to get rid of them they just like got more and more <laughs> raccoons so they would give you extra their deal was they would give you extra extra dinner rolls and <laughs> so then that you, you could, could feed the raccoons them- <laughs> Yeah, so you could feed the raccoons so you could throw them off of the back balcony. And it was just like. 4,000 raccoons that would come out of the forest and just, like, swarm <laughs> these bread rolls.
4: Have you seen that YouTube guy who feeds the raccoons yes. on his yes. porch? It was,
2: it was, it was like that, like only, that. Like, only, like, more extreme. There was, like, little hands coming up through the, the boards oh, in the deck. Raccoons,
4: raccoons oh, Jesus, have those creepy little human
3: <laughs> yeah. hands, the creepy <laughs> oh little, little opposable thumbs. Oh, my God. Oh, my
2: yeah, God. Yeah, it was great. It was yeah. great.
0: Well, we're uh, sorry, sorry to see the uh, the uh, goose uh, burn down there, but uh, it was uh, you know I, I have no idea how that might have happened. That uh, who would crazy. have thought that burnout Bob would
2: burn that place down? <laughs> crazy, <laughs> crazy how that would have happened.
0: <laughs> so the uh, so the the we, we arrived in Oregon. Uh, great to uh, to to see you guys. I met up with uh, with you guys at the uh, at the old Pangolin four x four and. Uh, Got uh, got a little bit of uh, of time to spend some time in the uh, in the workshop and get some stuff cleaned up, and uh, we did uh, the uh, we did the podcast with uh, with Jeff from uh, Seriously Series uh, while we were there, which was a great episode, and uh, he's a fun guy, super fun to talk to. We had we had a little bit of a challenge getting sunk up with time zones, as uh, apparently Land Rover collectors don't understand how time zones <laughs> work, because so we kept kind of missing each other by time zone. Uh, but uh, but we got
1: it uh, set up, and uh, gonna be,
2: you gotta be. When you have a slow vehicle like that, you got to be a little flexible on you know when you arrive and. (laughs) I think the
1: the only Land Rover person that knows anything about time zones is Tom Shepard. I'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure. And yeah. He made he went through all that effort and didn't work on any of us. <laughs> <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work at all. Um,
0: and yeah, we had uh, you know some some uh, a good time there. Uh, Liza and Jenna and Cooper uh, went off to start some rebel rally uh, training. So uh, they left a little bit early in the new defender. So how was we got the rock chip filled in uh, Eugene by the way? So that uh, as to Don. Not uh, have it split the windshield in half or something like well, this. Uh,
4: so the girls, we were supposed to leave at, you know, our original idea was to leave on Thursday at like 9 o'clock. And I think I said to Jenna the night before, I doubt we're going to get to you much before 10, but we'll be ready to go by then. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we rolled out of Springfield until five. 30 maybe Mm. it was a day of just like cascading like oh we have to do this and oh we have to do that but we were working on our sponsorship package and jenna made it look really sexy and good and like we were very happy with having that document with us yeah Yeah, she's this that was good (laughs) talent to task good talent to task put her in charge of graphic design so anyway so we didn't roll out until like i don't know five o'clock or something And we drove um, from Springfield to Bend and we took the scenic route that took us up by the lava fields, which if you've never been to Oregon, you would not expect that these things exist, but like there's like... That's crazy. There's like these volcanic lava fields up at the top of the pass. It was wild. Um, I got a real kick out of it. Yeah. Pretty cool.
1: That's uh, Highway 242, right? Sure.
4: Yes. Yeah. I, I clearly <laughs> navigated very, very well as the navigator for our team because I don't know. It's going know. great.
1: It's Did going you great. walk up to the little lookout observatory mm-hmm. thing and, and look at all, through the little holes at all the mountains? Yes.
4: And my child decided to see. Scale the outside of it, and we had to go rescue her. Oh my god! She, now she, was she will fearless. not
0: categorize it as a rescue. She was she took great offense to being uh, <laughs> to saying that, was, that uh, she needed to be rescued. That that un, was not unwanted how she removal.
4: It. We were inside the observatory, and we just kept hearing her voice going, "Hello, hey, <laughs>
3: hi, anyone." hello! So, and finally we go out, we look down. poor tourist is like,
2: <laughs> trying to look through the hole at a mountain, and then there's just a child on the other side. But, but, back but only
4: like <laughs> six feet below that window, right? Like, she'd gotten up that high and realized, well, I can't get down, and it's all of a sudden become a little scary. <laughs> yeah.
1: But she yeah. doesn't need yeah. a rescue. So,
4: like a cat in a tree. Yes. No, yes. no rescue. No.
0: no rescue is necessary, no. Well, I'm glad you guys got to visit that before a QAnon person blew it up, so that's uh, uh, it's nice mm-hmm. that uh, nice that you can...
3: You can the change. Godstone
2: too soon. Too, mm. stone. too soon. Mm. too soon. Not too soon. That needs Mary to be talked about. Re- oh, no, that about.
1: actually happened. Yeah, that actually happened. <laughs> it's funny to me that anything that you don't understand is a conspiracy. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> right. That's
4: how it yeah. works, right? Let me just say, because I am uh, doing a lot of research on navigation and orienteering, you cannot look up Map and Compass on TikTok without getting stuck on the Flat Earth side of TikTok. Oh, yeah. That's good. oh man, Flat Earthers, they have you some. You know, the,
2: the, the Flat Earth Association has members all over the globe all Mm -hmm. over the globe. (laughs) All over it. (laughs) The
4: logic, you guys, the logic that they have used to convince themselves and to justify the story that the the Earth is flat is wild.
2: Did you hear about the Rocket Man? What's the Rocket Man? The Rocket Man is a a guy who built his own rocket and he launched (gasps) it. I did hear about him. (laughs) He's a flat Earth enthusiast, or flat Earth Mm -hmm. proponent. And uh, he built a rocket, uh, you know, successively more powerful rockets to try and like get above the horizon so that he could prove that it was, the earth was flat and he built a rocket that was like actually pretty impressive. And it, it flew like, I don't know, a couple miles up in the air. And, uh, you know, surprisingly he he died in a rocket accident. <laughs> <laughs> and we will never know if he realized whether he was right or wrong the whole time. But he, but he had this huge rocket that said flat earth or something on I the side. I remember that. It. I
4: actually do remember
1: that. Do you think maybe the reason his rocket failed is because he based all his calculations on a flat earth? <laughs> <laughs>
2: geometry is uh, wait. just a little uh, I would just hope that
1: he gets up to like the blue
0: origin you know about to drop point and looks out the window and goes oh shit and then that's it boom. his last realization was like "No, oh, well oh darn it's round <laughs> it's round oh shit well Okay.
4: So in the meantime, while, while the girls are headed off to Bend to uh, Overland Expo, what were you guys doing? Uh, did Steven crash anything else at uh, your workshop there? Ike wouldn't let he... me drive
1: the forklift. No? I noticed that a hood got run over by something today. I'm not sure who did that.
2: That probably happened uh, while you were doing uh, that. Uh, I I think what were we doing, Stephen? I think we were we were hacking we were hacking, getting, we the, were getting and we had brunch oh, and that's mimosas. Right, it was, great. That's right, <laughs> it was that's great. right. Okay.
0: Jason mimosas. Uh, we <laughs> Jason, were uh, brutal. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a regular mimosa, but it just comes with like a piece of beef jerky in it. Um, the uh, we were we were hanging out in your sweet tarp fort uh, outside of the uh, mm-hmm. workshop, looking for stage one parts and some parts for Eliza for the defender for. The rebel rally and that's jamming. actually true. Yeah, it's That's true. That's what true. we were doing. Uh, we were jamming the nada full of as many uh, parts, and it's very important. As this will be important later, parts not for the nada uh, mm. into into the back of the of the nada to bring home with me because I had a big uh, you know uh, four door station wagon Land Rover, uh, and uh, I was at uh, you know the uh, the Ike and Linus uh, parts circus, and I uh, can't help <laughs> myself but to grab uh, all kinds of things as uh, Ike and Linus and Jason are all terrible
1: enablers when it comes to. Uh, uh, parts collecting. It's true there weren't any NADA truck parts on your parts list. I
4: not a one. <laughs> not a I single guess one. I never that yeah. really
1: never ch- yeah. checked off in my mind that you didn't. In retrospect,
2: uh, that was maybe an oversight. It, <laughs> it was. Might
1: I would just like to state
4: yeah. for the record that. Ike called it at Overland Expo. He said something about, do you have any, you don't have any NADA parts with you? Do you have a hammer? Do you even have have a hammer? You don't have a hammer. You have no tools. (laughs) This is great. This is awesome. Good luck on your drive
2: home. You know, typically, you know, Linus and I, we, we tend to to bring maybe too many spare parts and Mm -hmm. too many tools. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, we're like, oh, we can fix anything on the way. And uh, in the case of several trips that we've had, Sometimes the land river comes back like even better condition than when we left. We've we've worked on it throughout the trip, you know, fixing little bugs and fixing things. We
1: did go on a trip where we brought one spare starter and both trucks Starters broke.
3: <laughs> wow. wow, you had to Rochambeau who got the who starter. Gets the
0: starter. No, you start one truck and then unbolt the starter and bolt it mm-hmm. in and then start that truck and then just don't turn them off. It's fine. You only need
1: the starter to start it. I think we ended up putting the new starter on one truck and then and again, building you know, a working starter yeah. out of the two broken ones. Oh, no, there we you go. repaired. You know, the so other everybody needs one of everything. Is yeah. the only take that you can get. You need
0: from that. to bring a spare car. With your car, mm. in order mm. to uh, in in order to successfully, and get you're home.
1: especially unlucky because there's only 250 people who have your engine, so <laughs> exactly. nobody's gonna have spare parts. There's nobody has spare
2: parts for <laughs> it. I I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest. Linus and I take a lot of these trips in the antique Landovers, and I was like, you know, Steven's probably gonna ship this car home. You know, it's a long, hot trip in the middle of the summer in a relatively and he's unproven like way smarter vehicle. than us. <laughs> he's way better. at fixing <laughs> <No. things. laughs> Oh. <laughs> but uh, I was pretty impressed he, You know, this is a pretty daunting trip And uh, we're like, we've driven it 40 miles And <laughs> those 40 miles were pretty good But, you know, it's a lot a lot longer trip back to London This Lafayette. is the commitment
4: yeah. that the Barris family has to the underpowered hour That's stupid um, idea.
2: Well, I was yeah. impressed I was impressed Everything yeah, is yeah. content Stephen again puts his family at risk for <laughs> the underpowered hour for the, uh, for the entertainment of the audience For, for, the, yeah. content, for the content Everything is content
1: For the followers Everything mm-hmm. for the followers yeah. Mm -hmm. I used to own an NADA truck, and I drove it from California to Oregon, and it did not break at all. So Mm -hmm. I I was thoroughly convinced that you were going to have no trouble. So I took out all the spare parts that we set aside for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
0: But, you know, so we we set off, Ike and Linus and I, in, in different cadences to get from uh, from Eugene Springfield to uh, essentially Bend, uh, Oregon. I guess Red, uh, Redmond, Oregon? Red? Redmond, yeah. Redmond, Oregon? Redmond. That's true. Redmond, Oregon. Yeah, where we, uh, you know, uh, we're going to attend Overland Expo and uh so i uh, i took off before everyone else assuming that if something broke they would be behind me and uh, and could uh, if i hadn't gotten it fixed by the time they got there you were there, going would...
1: so fast i couldn't catch you even yeah. though you only left 15 minutes before me <laughs> yeah linus never caught up to me <laughs> and i had a new car <laughs>
0: <laughs> now to be fair your your new car was towing a 100 year old car so yeah I
1: didn't but have i was an, yeah no, that's no, true no. but i could still go faster than you <laughs> Yeah, it's much faster but than i me. couldn't catch you
2: how was the cruising speed on the nada how was how was it, it doing
1: easily
0: hit 6 i mean i was keeping it between sort of 65 and 70 on the speedometer which good. in yeah. reality is 60 to 65 um okay. as you know we'd sort of talked about like well let's keep it in this range i had attached a thermocouple around the uh, the thermostat because the um, you know the in, the built-in gauges are, are, are all gone they're 50 years old none of them register correctly anymore it always says it's overheating when it's not not really hot at all so my primary focus was just checking that heat every now and then now because of the way the thermocouple was set up uh, if I had the engine off I got the actual temperature reading as soon as I tuned the engine on the fan would blow on the thermocouple a little <laughs> bit and the temperature <laughs> would go down by about 20 so I was oh, constantly doing this math to be like like okay if it says it's 160 it's 180 that's fine if it's if if it gets to 175 <laughs> i pull over i got to let it i got to double check that it's right and then at some point during that i realized like it's it's logarithmic like it isn't as simple as it's always 20 it's like well when Uh-oh. it's when it's 30 it's actually 50 and it and anyway so there was this whole series of math that I'd worked out but essentially on the trip to bend I'd figured out like three or four points where totally safe here starting to get warm here, going up a hill and this is where she's getting really hot, and if it were to go over that, then I need to stop and let everything cool but down. But
1: you've proven that it is not overheating.
0: It is not overheating. Even though the
1: factory gauge says that it is. It is way overheating in the factory gauge. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no,
0: it, it was, was a, a
4: champ. Champ. It, it, it was great and on the way to bed And cruise
2: bend. nicely. So, so this this whole process of going to Ben just gave you a false sense of security. security. Yeah,
0: I was like, mm-hmm. could do anything.
1: For
2: all of those people who
1: think late 2As are superior here is one example of mm-hmm. why they are not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Electric gauges are BS. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs>
3: absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I uh,
0: very well may uh, swap out that uh, oil pressure gauge for a dual, an old dual capillary gauge. Yes. Yeah, yeah, with a proper capillary and everything. So yeah. um, so anyway, so get, get to bend, uh, pull in, find, pretty easy to find the Trek Defender, obviously, because it's giant and orange. Um, you know, pull in, get the car there, no problem problem. There's a you know a nonstop cavalcade of people coming by to look at the car. They love it. It's fantastic. Um, we went then to Overland Expo, which if you're interested in our impression of Overland Expo, uh, you can uh, you can listen to that episode. It's, uh, it's out live from uh, Overland Expo. We have Nolan Yap join us. Uh, Nolan rode your tiny monkey bike, uh, which you brought along, <laughs> uh, Ike, which was a uh, super fun little Honda causes, monkey bike. It
2: causes giggling. That, Nolan
1: also uh, was very interested in finding out whether or not uh, Haggerty could insure my
2: Model T when he saw it. <laughs> oh, yeah. and when <laughs> It's too old. The, the, the conclusion is is too old. It's too dumb. It's too dumb. It's it's too, it's too too dumb. D- no. Yeah, yeah. The driver it's is... so it, worthless. It's not it, practical it's not to, insure. to insure.
3: It can't
0: be insured. <laughs> no one will insure this. Why was the Model T there, Linus? What, uh, what did you do that day?
1: While you were uh, at Overland Expo all day, I went on a uh, drive to a uh, rock formation in the Ochico Mountains, Uh, with my new friends, the Central Oregon T-Bums. And uh, I took my Model T that you uh, are... The T is for testosterone. Uh, Yes, testosterone (laughs) bums. Yes. Uh, Yes. So, yeah, uh, they actually are really neat people. They have uh, sort of off-road and camping-built Model Ts. So they have Mm. uh, accessory Warford's. Uh So they have twelve forward gears, and they carry tire chains and it's yes, I it's still a model T but uh, <laughs> they do their best, and you know they uh, gave me an award, which oh. is the Golden Turret award because I had the most problems with my car, and the truth is, I did have problems, but they were very minor, but nobody else had any problems at all ah, so their cars their cars look like garbage, they're rusty and dented and their engines are just coated in grease and filth and slime, but you can just touch the starter on those things, and they take off, and they are very capable. And they uh, took them to Moab and took them on uh, some of the challenging <laughs> trails. Ah. And uh, they, uh, Dennis drove his car to Chicago a couple years ago and back, just for the hell of it, for the, the 100th anniversary that, of Model T. Yeah. And uh, those cars are very capable, and I had a great time, but... My speedster is just terrible off-road. It's just terrible. And, you don't uh, It say. just bounces <laughs> and the wheels spin because they're narrow. And it was horrible for me off-road, but... The paved part was was really nice mm-hmm. and i think i got uh, to the overland expo at like what seven o'clock something pretty like late that, yeah. something like, yeah it's pretty late yeah the corn just, dog
2: wagon was closed yeah, it you was couldn't get a corn but dog,
1: fortunately yeah. there was pizza so we had yeah yeah pizza. yeah we had got some we'd
0: catered our fan appreciation event uh, the fan being nolan yap um and uh, we appreciated him uh, it so was great.
4: originally the plan was for us to camp at overland expo on saturday night get up early in the morning break down camp, load up the truck and leave on Sunday morning. But doing the math, realizing that there was no way to get on the road early enough that we yeah. weren't going to hit the like the highest parts of the drive at the hottest parts of the day. And so it we came to the realization at about I don't know seven o'clock that like, hey, you know what we should do before we record this podcast. Let's break down our entire camp and load the truck so that we can leave right afterwards, yeah. and we'll go, you know, we'll drive like an hour south of bend and we'll get a hotel, and it will at least have a head start on the morning mm-hmm, and we'll mm-hmm. get to shower and clean up, and it'll yeah. be great, yeah, except that there was not a bloody hotel room to be found anywhere in yeah. Southern Oregon.
1: That's because most of the people who have those giant overlanding rigs were actually in hotels and left their cars at the Overland Expo. Uh, Let's all admit this. The 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 fact
0: that the uh, the Overland Expo's camping ground was uh, nestled between a twenty four hour airport and an active railway uh, did make it a little tricky to uh, to sleep. uh, Mm -hmm. I would say that, but uh, yeah, there was about fifty two million dollars in overland rigs. in that parking <clears> lot, and uh, I yeah. think
1: That's the cost of fuel right. to drive all of those things there was more than all of our annual salaries yeah, I think combined. That's true. It's most
3: <laughs>
0: it's more
1: than the GDP of most small island <laughs> nations, I
0: think. Yes. Let's be honest. It was uh, yeah. not uh, not cheap when your diesel like a uh, Super Ram Wagoneer, Grand Toy Hauler or whatever gets <laughs> all of like a 3 miles to the gallon or something. But uh, you know, it was a fun show. There were some great things. Uh, you know, we uh, again, you can listen to that episode if you want to recap uh, on uh, on that. Uh, you know, we saw a lot of great a uh, lot of great rooftop tens. it's a rooftop, a lot, of, lot of
2: great products. The Teflon underpants are my favorite, yeah. They just slide right <laughs> off, you know,
1: yeah, and <laughs> and things slide right off of them, oh, yeah. Everything, it's just a totally <laughs> nonstick. stick, totally
0: uh, not Very important.
1: I think. I, you know, I was also l- uh, fortunate that I got to see Terry Ann Wakeman, who I yeah. haven't seen uh, since probably 2017 when I was in Flagstaff, but um, mm-hmm. I think there was some discussion of us trying to. Uh, talk about her book briefly.
2: Well, we were we were going to have Terry Ann on the show to talk about to her talk oh, the book. book. that is yeah. a great idea. That is a great idea. Yeah. And maybe her automobile is super cool. Is an, and, yeah. and she
4: is a very interesting human being.
0: She's a very interesting She is.
1: Human being. Yeah. Her dad was a machinist and, yeah. uh, you know, she did most of her work as a technical writer mm-hmm. yeah. for, I think, Google or some kind of company Apple, of that sort. Yeah. Apple. Apple, Apple yeah. of course. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: we definitely you know, have to have her on the show. She's yeah.
1: a Land Rover Oracle, you know, and uh, yeah. she is the reason that I like Land Rovers because I grew up uh, a few miles. So we can her blame house. her so, that you're yeah. around
4: all the time. It's,
1: yes, her fault. it's true. <laughs> I used to see her car and uh, that's why I like Land Rovers. We're going to
0: take a very quick break to hear from this sponsor. And now back to the show. Well, we did, and we're gonna we're gonna probably film it as a uh, as a piece of specialty content. Ike was visiting with Terrianne. Well, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. uh, Linus was visiting with Terrianne while we were uh, recording the podcast. And and Linus, you did get a question in our uh, yeah. you know Instagram oh, yes, yes, Q and about that. I and so that. Uh, so you'll have to stay tuned to our stories. We'll probably post it in our Patreon first. Uh, but Linus who answered the question? question? We didn't answer it. We said we, we were gonna hold it until the next oh. time you were around. Oh. So do you want to ask now? No. No, I, I think keep, I know the question. It's going to be tantric in that people will have mm. to just keep waiting. Can it be you know? tarp trick instead? <laughs> Is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. We did get some new tarp content uh, yeah, up there. In case, uh, in well, case yeah. the
4: listeners are wondering, did we sit all of us as a group for like two and a half solid hours coming up with funny tarp we, puns. No, we know
1: we, we wouldn't do that. <laughs> no one would ever do that.
0: Absolutely. No we not. did. Yeah.
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: we, we embark uh, from, you know, just outside of Bend, we found a hotel. It was n- next to a Starbucks, which is my criteria for hotels. And uh, we, we set off in the morning car was running uh, great. We got to the Oregon, California border, got some gas, um, and
1: uh, everything was uh, was running really Uh, well. Did you do any fuel economy estimates on that thing? I'm curious what it's...
4: Why... Why? Just like why would you break your heart in that this, way? This
1: so that you know how short your trips are going to be. <laughs> are going to mm. be? Yeah, exactly. That's right. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we
0: hadn't really gotten to that calculation uh, phase, but uh, you know, started going through the uh, you know started uh, going through the southern part of Oregon, getting back into California. Truck was running great. It was a beautiful sort of seventy five degrees outside. Um, and as we sort of started coming down. Uh, the you know the the valley we're we're trying to get to just past Sacramento. So we wanna we wanna stay in uh, I forget what area it is. Elk, we were trying Elk to Grove. we were coming
4: from like the Mount Shasta area. Yeah, and we were we had we had to go over that pass and then come down into Redding. Yeah, and we decided to stop in Redding and have lunch. And it was about a thousand degrees. Yeah, in it Stephen's was. Track. It was
0: literally a hundred and five degrees outside. And inside the car, it was easily 115, if not 120. I brutal. think
1: I remember driving my truck to Moab. I had one of those laser thermometers, yeah. And I had, um, I had DynaMat on the exterior of the mm. bulkhead, mm-hmm. and I had a rubber mat, mm-hmm. and the the driver's floor, of course, where the exhaust goes, yeah. That rubber mat. Was hundred and sixty five degrees.
0: Yeah, I would absolutely believe that that I was, was just the, uh, dumping
1: yeah. water across the floor. Steam
0: <laughs> yeah. rising. Yeah, it was to the point where I was. You know, I leaned my I leaned my my uh, the sort of outside of my leg against the handbrake. That's a pretty good because I like to kind of side shift the the the, the throttle. You know? Handbrake. Yeah. The metal
1: handbrake. Where and, did you get your skin graft? What yeah, uh, part exactly. of your
0: body did And you? at, at one point and I was I was sort of started the day and it was fine and then and then by that by that afternoon I would sort of I would go over a little bump and it would bump against the handbrake and like burn my leg and so only later that day did I realize that I had some I had some leather gloves with me uh, and uh, I put it over the handbrake as to not burn my like a like a pot handle so as not to burn my leg when it would bump against the the handbrake Um, except that the uh, you know so so fine because obviously the handbrake is connected to the transmission the transmission is generating an incredible amount of heat and everything's metal so everything is conducting um we we got to uh finally got to redding for our lunch break at the Outback Steakhouse which Ooh. very on theme Did you, have you a know, very- Onion?
4: All, no, get, but all Stephen know. wanted was a place with extreme air conditioning, air conditioning. and <laughs> a
1: lot of ice a lot in of, his A lot of That's liquids. Yeah, a lot that just makes getting back into the Land Rover that much yeah, harder. that much
0: harder. Exactly. <laughs> I took the I took the glove. Oh, good God! I took the uh, I took the glove off of the uh, off of the handbrake, and it had actually seared uh, a part of the glove where the handbrake Ooh. had been sitting against it. So it was like you know how leather gets that dark brown color. When you get it, like, you know, and everybody has the, the, you know, the sort of beige leather gloves. And when you use them, they just get burned like crazy. And this had a burn marker <laughs> where are these. So, so that, just to give you an indication of how hot we had put one of, uh, one of uh, uh, I had, uh, I think, some shorts that got wet because I left them on the, 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 the floor mm. of, the, uh, mm. of the hotel <laughs> <laughs> during the trip. I was, uh, yeah. And mm. I put them in a plastic bag. <laughs> at, at the hotel so as not to make anything wet. And when we got there, the, it was too hot. The water inside the bag had boiled from
2: being so <laughs> hot inside the car. It was He's literally... Not He's not kidding.
4: He's not And when he opened up the bag, it smelled like sweat soup. It was...
0: It was the worst smell I've ever smelled in my <laughs> life. And it was... Uh, <laughs> it was yeah, it was it boiled them? <laughs> it was uh, so so gross. they so you boiled them anyway. So so we had a delicious meal at the Opex Steakhouse. I had about seven gallons of iced tea.
2: Uh, I will and never water. have a delicious and meal ever again <laughs> after hearing that story.
0: That's <laughs> 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 yeah, good.
2: And uh, and so that's then why he told you the
0: conversation. Well, so was, then we're debating:
4: yeah. Do we keep driving? Right? It's the hottest part of the day. Do we keep yeah. driving? Or do we we wanna get farther than Reading that day? We don't want yeah, to Yeah, we can't
0: stop there. We won't make it back. We needed to be back on Monday.
1: I do recall from one of our previous podcasts though that once you get to Sacramento you can't stop. Between no. there and you L.A. Can't. You can't. So you can't you can go can't. much farther. So you have
0: to get – yeah, you get to Elk Grove, and then that's it because the, the in-between is forever. Yeah, maybe yeah, you it, was maybe yeah, it was Stockton. Like Stockton yeah, it's like Stockton. You don't once stop. Once you
1: go through Stockton, you can't you're stop done. again. You're you know, done. You're done. There's you're nowhere done. to stop. Yeah, exactly.
0: So, <laughs> so we get back and we decide, you know what? We were thinking, oh, do we wait? Do we? we looking at the weather, and we're like, it's a hundred degrees until nine o'clock at night here. So we're <laughs> like, well, I guess we just do it. So we we got back in the car, and uh, and you know, it, it was. I mean, seriously, it was like being on a vision quest. Like, I, 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 I was
4: fine. I was in the def- in the new defender. And I was fine. It was like, lovely. It,
2: it I was had. Apple I had. I just. Play, I just. Yeah. Totally. We were listening <laughs> podcast. to podcast.
4: Cooper was charging her iPod, iPad yeah. in the back seat. You know, we were fine. I don't know what his problem is.
0: I'd filled up my water bottle, and I had some like do rags and T shirts and stuff that I would got wet. and I had wrapped around myself, mm. and at one point we were now Steve, we we're about it's a,
2: just a potato chip.
0: <laughs> we're an hour we're about uh, we're about an hour away from uh from Elk Grove, and at this point I'm just dumping the water that I have in my bottle on me. The oh, problem is good. is the water is hot now. Like it's hot yeah. water. It uh, burns but it, you. But it's wet. And then it cools you. And then it cools you.
2: Yes, exactly. But at least it's wet. And so were you were you having fun at this time? Or yeah, was you just like it was, great. Like, Ugh. It was great.
4: Uh, I no, at this point he was not. At this point yeah. he was starting to get a little it, bitchy. It was
2: pretty <laughs> bitchy. To get so, a little this did you, time Did you film any of this? I just i just, just want to see.
0: He did. I filmed yes, he the did. entire thing. And yes. so at some <laughs> point, we'll cut it together.
4: He set I up had three cameras in yeah. the car. So you can talk to each camera. It's going to be like, <sighs> <laughs> at some point.
2: <laughs> hours of him just being
3: like,
4: <sighs> <laughs> it's going to be really compelling, yeah. guys. Yeah. Really yeah. compelling content.
0: Just brutal. So, at that point, we got to Elk Grove. we got uh, into our hotel i i I got into a shower as cold as possible. I considered going to the ice machine and just filling the bathtub with ice and getting w- into the ice machine <laughs> getting into the ice <laughs> machine uh, that was the that was the plan. We had some food and we we passed out went to bed now this entire time i hadn 't really thought about the fact that um, I I got pretty severely sunburned through the windshield and the the driver's side window because my knees, I was wearing shorts. I don't Mm. usually wear shorts, but I was wearing shorts and the tops of my knees got quite badly burned. That's Uh, a bad one. Which is just stupid. That has nothing to do with anything. That's just because I Rookie mistake. It's a rookie mistake. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I usually wear (laughs) pants when I'm driving the series cars. But anyway, so we're like, okay, fine. We'll get, get up the next morning. Now we're in the home stretch. Now we've only got five hours left to get to, um, you know, to get back home. You know, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to get to Fresno. We're going to take a break in Fresno. We're going to sort of regroup. And then we're going to get ready for what will likely be the most difficult part of the trip, which is going up the grapevine over the hill down into the Los Angeles Valley, right down into the uh, uh, down into San Fernando, and the you know that hill is an extreme grade uh, for a long time. It's it's yeah. you know it's about you know twenty. Five miles of steep climbing. Um, it's hard for a modern vehicle if you're towing anything to get up that hill. The tractor trailers move up that hill at like five miles an hour. It is it is brutal. Brand new cars are broken down all the way up and down all the time. It's just awful. It's hard. It was hundred and ten at this point. And so we decide, okay, we're going to do it. Uh, let's get these first two and a half hours in. Then we're going to take a power break in Fresno. We're going to get ready. And then we'll get to the bottom of the grapevine and we'll sort of figure out where we're at. We'll take everybody's temperature. We'll we'll look at how everything is going.
4: To be fair, we left our hotel like six o'clock in the morning yeah, or something. Really? Like we were we were pretty on it. We we're
0: trying to avoid the heat. We
4: were pretty on it. Getting a, Getting a seven-year-old out of bed and into a car <laughs> that early was not the yeah, easiest yeah. thing in the world.
0: We wanted to get home before. Or like three o'clock so that we weren't in the very height of the heat as we're going up the grapevine. So we're going to get there early. We'll be there before lunch. So we're, we're driving, we're heading to Fresno and I we're about 18 minutes outside of Fresno. It's mm-hmm. uh, 100 degrees outside. We kind of, you know, the it didn't work. We weren't able to avoid the heat. And I'm like, god, this is this is just brutal. Uh it is so hot in here. Everything is sweaty. Um you know, uh, like uh, but, and then I'm thinking at the same time like Is this gonna make a good episode? Like, there's no (laughs) breakdown in the summer breakdown. Like, we didn't break down. Like, we're gonna like
2: we're gonna make it. Sabotage your own car, you know? And like, worst worst thing, like maybe we have
0: to pull the car up the hill because we're too worried about it, and it's gonna get too hot or something. And at that point, it just went, and that was it. And I'm like, oh, there's no. Oh, there's no drive. I mean, it was driving. You know, I was driving it still, and it was. I took it out of gear, so now it's coasting. And I'm like, nope, there's no engine. Tried to give it a quick a quick restart. Tried to bump it into first to see if it would bump itself back to start. Nope, dead. nope, just totally dead. So we pull over at literally a six inch wide. Uh, do not stop under any circumstance area because of <laughs> course that's where we that's where we pop out. And I say, ha. Okay. Uh, well, uh, it seems lies like we have a small mechanical issue. I'm going to jump out and take a look. So, first of all, tried to start it a couple times on the side of the road. N- no go. It was cranking really good, really healthy. Um, you know, and uh, could you know open the hood could smell a little bit of fuel. The bowl was full. Uh, you know, the filter was full. Looked good. Um, all of that, and uh, you know, cranked Spark. it up. And I'm sort of thinking, uh, there's no spark. Okay. <laughs> Linus had said at some point, oh, we, we were sort of heat soaking the coil, and it was having trouble restarting um, mm-hmm. after it was really hot. And I said, well, you know, it is 110 degrees outside. Underneath that engine, God only knows how hot it is.
1: I did change the coil, though.
0: And it is a new coil, and I'm like, well, maybe... Maybe it just got so hot that it baked this coil. Looked at the coil. Coil seemed fine. Everything's good. Um, you know. Looked at the. You know. Took the took the cap off because I thought, okay, maybe it's points. You know. Maybe the maybe the gaps just disappeared. No problem. It wasn't really sputtering like that, but. Whatever. You know, check that first. Looked Meanwhile,
4: at the while Stephen is doing this, my daughter goes, I have to pee.
0: <laughs> so, so while he's
4: investigating, we're going bushy, bushy off the side of the don't stop anywhere oh, in yeah. this area on just the a freeway.
0: a t- total explosion of humanity on the side of this uh, freeway. And so I've got, you know, I've got the screwdriver out checking the points and everything. And I say, OK, Lies, can you come over? Can you bump it for me? Because it's not on a lobe. Just Just bump it forward a little bit. So she comes over and hits it for a second. And I said, hit hit it again. And she's cranking and the rotor is sitting perfectly still. And I'm like, oh, "Oh no, no, that's
4: not a. And right before that, that, he did say, if it's this problem, we can fix that and be on the go. If it's this problem, we're
0: F. Yeah, I said, there's no spark. So it's like it's a combination of things. But Linus and Ike and I had talked about, well, the distributor drive has this tendency to could strip out the drive gear. The distributor drive shaft could break. That is a thing that these Nana engines do. One of the reasons that most of them now have Chevy six cylinders in them because of of little gremlins like this. So I said,
1: when I bought my truck, uh, I bought it from a fellow called Tom Gross who lived in Redlands. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it was, uh, he had it 10 years. It was his only car. Mm -hmm. He Mm had, uh, 52 vincent black shadow mm-hmm. and a norton mm-hmm. and some other motorcycles yeah and he had this land rover this, land rover. His only car. Yeah.
2: this was his practical vehicle yes yeah, the practical, practical vehicle
1: practical. and uh he said that one of the things those cars do is they eat the brass gear on the distributor drive shaft right and so i actually got one with the car and um i blew a head gasket in that car and i took that dr- distributor drive shaft out to, to look at it and sure enough it was pretty worn so i did replace it but i never actually had it fail on me but yeah. he told me about thirty thousand miles and the, those things can break they just wear the teeth and they mm-hmm. get thinner and thinner i figured that you know unfortunately i was out in eastern oregon that day so mm-hmm. i couldn't uh, talk talk to you guys to yeah. try and diagnose it but is that the problem well Stephen called it's me it's not <laughs> Stephen called me from the side <laughs> of the road and he told
2: me this is the problem and i i had um I was like, well, it might be that distributor drive gear that that was at fault. But, um, you know, Stephen called me uh, today, actually, wasn't it? Uh, Or yesterday. Maybe yesterday. 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 And he said, uh, said, well, I took the distributor out and uh, he sent me some pictures. And the the drive where it engages the distributor um, coupling, that... On the base of the distributor, all that was left was the um, roll pin that holds it in place. That piece had totally disintegrated, and Stephen told me it appeared as though it was originally made of Bakelite or fiber, Yeah, you know? And I had never seen one like that before. Right, and so it was running fine for 750 miles, but apparently, uh, you know, the wear and the heat, uh, it, it just that that part broke <clears throat> down. And you know, uh, my uh, my truck had a
1: Jaguar six cylinder distributor in it. Okay, mm. so I never have actually looked at the drive of an original oh, an original or one. Yeah, I thought. I mean,
0: maybe they would do something like that so that if something got stuck it would it that part would give so that as to not blow up the whole car. But mm. that's a stupid place to put that.
2: That's not it where is. you would I put wish that. we I wish we could have seen it when it was intact. To like inspect yeah. yes! it then.
1: We should look at the other one. The yeah. blue, well blue the one blue on the I
2: sent it. I, I sent the No no, no I mean that
1: we'll pull it out of the blue truck. Oh, and look at it. yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, Stephen, mm-hmm. we learned that the other NADA truck that we have does have a burned valve, like I, <laughs> I said. <laughs> <laughs> Can oh, happen well, to those. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, so, so,
0: <laughs> so we find out. So at, at this point, I talked to Ike a little bit and I've said, listen, I think it's these things. And he's like, yeah, that sounds That's something in there. Um, you know, I had had the 80 inch had once driven its distributor up out. Uh, you know, because the drive gear got a little wasn't seated quite right, and it just pushed the distributor up so that it would stop engaging and it got yeah. stuck on the lawn of a of a car show once uh, because of that and so oh, I right. thought I okay, forgot about that we'd, wed we'd make sure and I thought, oh, maybe it's that, and I can just t- listen and stick it back to
2: No, it was perfectly
0: no. engaged. everything was rock solid. What have and you then,
2: done that you're haunted by Joseph device do by, by I just every, by every distributor.
0: God, I have a
2: distributor issue. Uh, It's his payback
4: for being so cocky all the time. Yeah,
0: overconfidence. So anyway, so then we say, okay, well, we're here. Ike had just happened to give me uh, a tow bar for a series Land Rover. And again, we were for kind of joking. Birthday. For my birthday. <laughs> just in case. It, it was, it was it, actually it was for Canada a, Day. But. Yeah, it was for Canada <laughs> Day. Uh, and, and to Let him think it was Day. for
4: his birthday.
0: We, um, you know, we, So we had this tow bar with us, and I said, okay, great. We, we need to you know take the bumper uh, bolts out to bolt this thing on. Um, and more importantly, uh, we don't have a tow ball. For the new Defender. We didn't bring one with us. So we said, okay, well, we're not going to bring a hammer.
1: Yeah, yeah, we didn't. <laughs> I it. thought it had one of those. Like, That'll come uh, up
0: later. Oh, the, the <laughs> donger, the donger. It had yeah, one of those. Someday. It doesn't. It, it just sort of this way, and then this, you have to cup the bottom while for you. Those, work the shop, for those listeners
2: unfamiliar, if you Google "new defender toe ball installation instructions," yeah. it shows a diagram, a very suggestive diagram. Of, More of, than of, suggestive. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is clearly that? a dick. It's, it's pretty explicit. That? It's yeah. explicit. <laughs> Leaves <laughs> nothing to the imagination. Let's just that, put it uh, that way. Yeah. That, uh, that technical drawing uh, artist was, uh, he's my hero. He's <laughs> my <laughs> hero. He really it's there's like the, the guy who... and yeah. there's oh like, <laughs> there's. He little, knew what he, he,
1: he knew, knew what he was doing. He, he, did, he did that. Was, he, somebody was mad at somebody else, yeah. and they drew a dick.
0: And <laughs> and then it, it got that's, printed. That's what happened, and no one else saw it. And that's what it's, happened. Uh, <laughs> worth looking it up. We're gonna put that. We'll put that on our Instagram yeah. uh, for sure. But uh, so we, we decide. So we call the flatbed and we say, okay, we need a tow to, to the closest harbor freight, and they said, i would say, what? Uh, well, we have a car. It's broken down. We, we just need it towed to the closest harbor. What's the closest harbor freight? And we're like, oh, there's one about 18 miles away. Perfect. Perfect. Tow this car to the parking lot of a harbor freight. And so the guy shows up. He again says, like, where am I taking this? And is it, we, get, <laughs> we need you to take us to the harbor freight. And he's like, uh, okay, whatever, man. And so couldn't she just have driven over to get a tow ball? And then well, the thing was have. is it was it was because oh, we were in like the worst sleep. place yeah. in the world so we're yeah. like you know what we got to go anyways we've got of course I own Land Rovers I have the unlimited AMA towing thing. A-AA. But you
1: didn't bring a tow strap
0: but I didn't bring a, a tow strap mm. or any of that sort of stuff or a hammer no. or, or yeah. a hammer no we didn't bring any of that <laughs> super um, super prepared we don't need any of that stuff yeah. we, we, we don't need bring a tarp stuff. uh we, we, we had two tarps two
2: tarps and we used some
0: just you could
1: have you could have towed it with the tarp the Tipped Wait, up right.
0: tarp toast oh, my God. You're right. You're right. That oh, was a huge missed opportunity. Oh, there you go. You see, I was focused. It was too hot.
1: It was too hot. It was I, too got hot.
0: Of, I got out of content mode for one second, and I missed an opportunity for a tarp-related uh, video. It's. Uh, I'm crushed.
4: So we are in the parking lot of a Harbor Freight, a Costco, and, a Winco yeah. Foods. An that's auto great. zone and a Riley's Auto Parts are all in the bad, same. It's not a bad place. It's not a bad place. To, yeah. And so
0: then we played the game of how many times do we have to go into the Harbor Freight. And, uh, and we're like, well, okay, well, we're going to try to get this in one shot at the Harbor Freight. So we go yeah. in, yeah. we get the yeah. lights that we need because we actually have no way of putting directional lights. lights. And so, yeah. so we get to the towing lights. Thirty dollars for the towing lights, no big deal. We get uh, the the uh, tow ball, of which I now have a collection of five hundred of them. So whatever, we get the tow ball for the uh, you know for the Defender, you know, a reasonable tow ball. We chained lots of t- as many chains as they had uh, because so we weren't we
4: bought we bought every chain they had
0: <laughs> every chain they had and uh, and we got out the tool roll which I did have it was just stuck under the floor of the Defender but with I, no, I, hammer. No,
4: hammer. no hammer no the <laughs> there was no hammer in the tool mm-hmm.
0: roll there's no hammer so I got like we got out the tool did roll. we need
4: a hammer oh, yes yeah. oh, did yes. we have a hammer oh
0: yes <laughs> hell no so we get so that i set the tow bar out on the on the uh you know on the in the the, the tarmac there and uh, and uh pop the pin out of one side get the little plate out get the bolts out of the one side of the bumper get the little plate in tighten everything back up go to take the pin out of the other side well it's been sitting in 110 degree heat for the past mm, 15 in. minutes and no force on earth is getting that pin Oof. out of there. We tried pouring water on it. We tried we did go in and buy a hammer from the armor freight to try to <laughs> hammer it out. No way. There was no oh. way that uh, that was going on. So instead, we just sort of like held the tow bar up while we bolted the plate on with the thing in it, and then put the pin in the other side and got it all uh, got it all situated and uh, and and all tightened up and we put on all Stephen the Meanwhile, Stephen is
4: having a vision quest sitting it in the was parking lot. It's like uh, a He's million sweating degrees. Wedding bullets, bullets. We can well, call him
0: just. Steve, Steve Hartha. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God.
4: It did was. Did you see, a spe- did you see your spirit
0: animal? I did see my spirit ample, uh, animal. Was it yeah, a dugong? It was. It was- <laughs>
2: It was it, yeah, it, it was I a, thought it
1: was a silverfish <laughs> was a, it, was a, it was a flaming
0: silverfish. Strangely it's a dugong
1: enough. Made out, of uh, out of
0: silverfish. Silverfish. <laughs> <laughs> it was a five foot man named Snacks Terry. Uh, yeah, it was uh it was very interesting. Um so we get it all back together. I'm constantly burning myself on tools that are too hot. There's like no shade. It was terrible. The but tarp we laid actually, out the
4: tarp. We yeah, laid out the tarp nice. really nicely it and nice. it like kind of protected us from the blacktop perk. Yeah,
2: it was nice. It in. was nice. It went yeah. over the top between yeah, the two vehicles. Should have, put up, uh, mm. should have put up a little,
0: a little gazebo Sun there, shade. a little tarp shade. But uh, but we, you know, it didn't take that long. Uh, it did take two or three trips into the harbor freight because, of course, we got the lights on and then and then the cable was three inches too short to actually plug <laughs> in. So then we had to go and get the extension for the thing, and then that had to be like put somewhere and like tied around things, and we did all that. And they then we know, know the they chain. know
2: that's not long enough. Yeah, they no, know it's not long for any vehicle.
0: There's they no know. Way. Yeah. There's no way. So then we got the we got the car under tow. Uh, we got to uh, you know we got to, it was it was well tracked. Well, everything worked. You know, it's uh, when you we
4: go to pull out of the parking lot and Cooper's on her iPad and she chooses the first time we hit the brakes to go. Oh my god because of something on her iPad and Steve oh my god, we jumped out of our seat. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, what, what, what's going on?
0: She's like, oh,
1: it's You a, were you... about to find out if you could fit the NADA truck in <laughs> the Defender.
0: In, in the Defender,
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, because of course, flat-towing it, there's no brakes. It's uh, We're
0: just uh, hoping that that Harbor Freight tow ball doesn't just break off the back of the car. Snapping. Uh, oh my god. So, so uh, yeah, so it's a, a perfect Timing, and so we had to have the conversation when we're flat towing another car, unless it's an emergency,
2: don't say anything. Like, don't, so how long uh, did that process take getting it all hooked two up? Two hours, about two hours to get two, it uh, to it was, get it on the toe. Well,
4: including the toe, probably three,
2: yeah.
0: Uh,
4: the toe actually was quite quick, was but quick, yeah. when you add it Lucky. all up, I think it was about three hours because literally. We were sitting, we were maybe half an hour from being able to roll out when I looked at the clock and went, oh, we would have been home by now. Great, so, awesome.
2: So here's a, here's a follow-up question. In that three hours, how far did you go? And was it more or less than you would have traveled if you were in the Land Rover driving? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's hard, so, to it's hard, to hard,
0: hard to say. <laughs> hard to say. Yeah, hard to say. Hard
2: to say. Hard to say. Hard to say. But yeah,
0: under Defender Power. I mean, I think the moral of this story is if you're going to drive an old Land Land Rover, uh, more than a couple hundred miles, make sure you pack a spare Land Rover that you yeah. tow <laughs> that first Land Rover. We, yeah. we definitely, we
2: going. probably, in retrospect, we probably sort of sent you with another distributor knowing, uh, knowing what we know now. And, mm-hmm. and I, mu- I should have insisted that you take a hammer. I, yeah, that's true. You should have insisted
4: that We that did take... buy one. We <laughs> did we buy a hammer. hammer. There's a hammer
2: in there. Now.
1: I wonder if the there. underpowered hour would uh, do well selling hammers. It might not be a bad yeah. idea. Yeah. Underpowered hour good- edition
0: hammers. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. made of fake light. It made of <laughs> fake hammer.
3: If you are Sounds a local, right. uh, yeah,
0: US-made hammer merchant and you're interested in doing a uh, product collaboration, get in touch with us. We're, uh, <laughs> we're happy to do it. Uh, so we got it back. We towed it up the grapevine. As it turns out, the new Defender does not overheat driving up a hill like the original no. Defender does. And uh, got it off the tow it's uh, it, then tried to push it into the shop by ourselves full of land Rover parts. Uh, so we had to back heavy. the new defender in and just winched it into the workshop with the, uh, I'm not going to
4: lie by this point, I had lost my sense of humor. I was <laughs> not having it anymore.
0: <laughs> and, uh, and it got it in, got it tucked away. And, uh, and then talking to Ike yesterday, uh, you know, sort of saying like, Oh, good thing. We got that uh, tow bar or whatever. He said, Oh yeah. Somebody just gave that to me. I'd never actually tried it before. <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh, Oh, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad we trusted it to like a 40 percent grade. Going, I mean,
2: it looked pretty solid. It It looked pretty good. It looked
0: fine. It looked just fine. So I'm glad you brought it. Yeah, I'm. I'm, Well, as it turns out, it saved us a lot. It saved us a lot of uh, heartache. So
2: I'm disappointed that it didn't make the trick trip the whole way, but. you know that was that was definitely an unforeseen circumstance, you know. When when will We always play oh, this game. Oh, so unforeseen, so that unforeseen <laughs> no that I that
4: predicted left. it while I was hanging out at Overland Expo <laughs> and true. kept saying, I don't know, Steve, this doesn't seem like such a great plan. This is an old car. In it's really hot.
0: I'm, <laughs> I will say this. It did make it the whole way under Land Rover power. Just not its Land Rover it's true. power. It's true. True. So now, how far did it make
2: 700 it? Seven hundred miles? Is Yeah, we
0: made it. We made it almost eight hundred miles. Almost 800 800 miles. Miles. That's eight hundred miles. And, that's
1: pretty good. And you drove it from Springfield to Bend too. That's right. So yeah. we
0: did make it, uh, it probably that's a thousand a pretty, miles. That's yeah. a
1: pretty good first test run for a car that had. That's a big maiden voyage,
0: and it was like hundred and ten degrees and yeah. hundred and ten degrees. Like it, it made it uh, a really long way at an extreme
1: temperature. I wonder if you'd done it. In the winter, if you would have. I made don't it. know. There's only one way to find to out. I'm, I'm, A winter break winter <laughs> breakdown. Winter uh, breakdown. We're coming back. Uh, we're coming
0: back up. Well. In conclusion, I, uh, I, uh, you know, I think that uh, that uh, Ted would have had a hell of a time on this adventure, and we certainly did it, uh, you know, with him in mind. And uh, it was uh, it uh, uh, a momentary setback, uh, as we know, Land Rover is a series of compromises. Um, you know, we'll get her back on the road and ticking over in no time, and uh, uh, off. Maybe to that's the- a
2: good name for the Land Rover.
0: <laughs> a series of compromises <laughs> a series of compromises um we'll uh, yeah we'll have her back on the road and uh, and uh ticking away in uh, in no time uh and uh, and that's it for another uh summer uh breakdown as uh, this is our our second one and this is sort of how we demark uh, seasons of the of the show we got through a, a whole a whole year uh of of, of doing this uh, podcast and uh thank you very much to uh to you guys for doing this with me ike for being here uh for being here every week uh this uh, this silly little idea that ike and i had uh you know about a year and a half ago who knew that uh, that we would end up uh so many uh stories later and uh and still good to go and uh who knows that uh you know linus wouldn't have died in some kind of horrible uh, antique car would, yeah. uh you know fire or
1: something <laughs> i and would then, still but, be alive if it wasn't for you guys yeah it's true
0: it's true <laughs> It's true. And that Liza and Jenna tolerate this and not just tolerate it, but have embraced it as, uh, mm-hmm. you know, as the uh, sigil of their race team.
4: The next breakdown might just be ours.
0: So <laughs> I think it has to be. I think, uh, you know, I the think rebel maybe that's oh, the, God, rebel, oh. uh, the rebel I breakdown. I mean,
4: something is going to break on the rebel. I just the, I pray it. that it doesn't end our um, rebel journey. And so it's you'd
1: be not like, one my
2: compass has leaked all its water out. <laughs> oh
1: no! <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I think we make a lot of really good stories, and there's, mm-hmm. you know, it's it would be a shame if we didn't tell them.
0: A Land Rover Mm -hmm. is a hell of a way to to start a story, and uh, Mm -hmm. anytime you get into an old one, be it 115 degrees in the interior or uh, covered in micro suede and Apple CarPlay, uh, there's always an adventure to be had. So, uh, that's it for another uh, installment of the uh, Summer Breakdown. If you like this show even a tiny bit, Liza asks you to please go to (laughs) Apple Podcasts and leave us a positive review. Uh, If you do not like the show, forget we said anything about Apple Podcasts.
2: <laughs> we, don't, we don't want to hear from you. We don't want to hear from you. We're, we're all right. What do you
0: keep listening to it for? What's wrong with you? Um, but thank you for everybody who it's does. It's your fault. Uh, it's if you your don't fault. like it, it's your fault. This is just what we do. You know what this is. You know, this is an equal relationship. You show up and we do this. We put ourselves in harm's way for your entertainment. So, uh, thanks again everybody and thank you to everyone listening. What a hell of a, uh, a summer breakdown this one was. Uh, Ike and I RT taking a little bit of time off over the course of the uh, next couple weeks. So we will do one show with a classic episode of the Underpowered Hour. For those of you who haven't, uh, Scott and Nick Dimbleby and uh, and whomever else has listened to uh, every, and Bob Ives, of course, has listened to every single episode, uh, we're going to bring back one of the uh, classic episodes from the archive uh, for you to listen to so that uh, Ike and I get a, a little bit of uh, time off to uh, cool things down and chain up the forklifts. and uh,
4: Yeah, and to go break land rovers in other countries
0: that's exactly right <laughs> there's a whole world of land rovers out there for me to break the distributors on so uh we're back a forklift into so uh with that uh thanks again it's uh, been a slice everyone i appreciate the uh, the time and uh see y'all back here after the break